Today's podcast is brought to you by newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, Newspapers.com gives you a front-row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, Newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at Newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, What? more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. There were two more murders 15 miles well, away. Arrived, the found the telephone we have a, and electricity a weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. Cup of murder. Hearing a murderer's victim count can be staggering sometimes. There are some killers who are well into the double digits. On September 20th, 1971, a man took his first of what police think is 67 victims. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Randy Stephen Kraft, born March 19, 1945, was a well-rounded child. He was intelligent, did well in school, and, unlike most serial killers, had a great childhood. He showed a keen interest in politics and, though originally a conservative Republican, grew more left-wing once in college and out of his parents' home, even working for Robert Kennedy's campaign. He was homosexual and kept it a secret for most of his life, eventually bringing male friends home as a way to reveal his sexuality to his family, though they remained oblivious. Everything seemed, for the most part, pretty normal. That was until he was in his early 20s. His first brush with the law was in 1966 when he was charged with lewd conduct after propositioning an undercover police officer, though the charges were never filed. From then, his schooling began to suffer and he started drinking, doing drugs, and regularly attending all-night gambling sessions, but still managed, just barely, to graduate from college in February of 1968. He joined the U.S. Air Force and actually did very well there and rose to the ranks. Around this time, he decided to formally come out to his family. According to a letter he wrote to a friend, 
His father flew into a rage, and though his mother was more understanding, she still disapproved. Ultimately, though, they accepted his sexuality, and he remained close with his parents. The Air Force, however, was not understanding. Once he disclosed his sexuality, he was given a general discharge, and it was officially listed that he had been dismissed on medical grounds. He was forced to move back home and work as a bartender. It is unknown if this was the trigger that started his killings or if it was something that he harbored his whole life. But in March of 1970, he drugged and assaulted a 13-year-old boy who was able to escape. No charges were ever filed, but Randy Kraft seemed to escalate from there. On October 5, 1971, the nude body of Wayne Duquette was found along the Ortega Highway in Long Beach. Duquette was a bartender at a gay bar called The Stable and was last seen alive on September 20, 1971. His body was far too composed for any signs of foul play, and the cause of death was officially listed as acute alcohol poisoning. Now, how do we know that this was Kraft's first victim? Because Randy Kraft would keep a personal journal with code words that would, once the body started to pile up, correspond with information about the victim. Hence, his nickname, the Scorecard Killer. The first entry in this journal was the word Stable, the name of the bar where Wayne Duquette worked. Between 1971 and 1983, it is believed that Randy Kraft killed a total of 67 men between the ages of 13 to 35, 22 of which have never been recovered. Most of his victims had high levels of alcohol and tranquilizers in their system, sometimes a fatal amount meaning he rendered them comatose before abusing and killing them. He would lure these men to his car and, once inside, he offered alcohol and drugs and then bound, tortured, and sexually abused before killing them via strangulation, asphyxiation, or bludgeoning. Many were burned with the car's cigarette lighter on their faces and chest, while their genitals were burned as well as mutilated, emasculated, or dismembered. They would then be discarded alongside or close to freeways. By January 1975, a total of 14 victims were found and linked to the same killer. An FBI profile was created that stated the killer was a methodical lust killer with an above-average intelligence and an indifference to the interest and welfare of society. Investigators also believed that the killer was ex-military when they found tissue paper in some of the victims' noses, as well as socks in their rectums. This is a common military practice to prevent the bodies from purging while being driven to their disposal location. Though it seemed that they had a lot of information about the possible killer, there were no viable leads. On March 29, 1975, Randy lured two boys, Keith Crotwell and Kent May, into his car and began giving them beer and Valium and drove off while friends of the boys watched his distinctive car leave but not before stopping abruptly and pushing Kent May, unconscious, out of the car. On May 8th, the skull of Keith Crotwell was found in the Long Beach Marina, and the rest of him was found six months later. When the news came of his murder, the friends who witnessed the abduction scoured their neighborhood for the distinctive Mustang. They found it, and it was traced back to Kraft. He was questioned by police, and though he initially denied everything, claimed he did ask the boys to come into his car and even gave them alcohol and drugs. But his car got stuck, and he walked to a gas station to call a tow, and when he came back, Keith Crotwell was nowhere to be seen. 
Two detectives attempted to file homicide charges against Kraft, but due to the coroner believing the cause of death was accidental drowning, the Los Angeles district attorney dismissed the requests. In the summer of 1980, Kraft traveled to Oregon and Michigan on business. He claimed six more victims while visiting, and police were able to connect the killings to those in California with the distinctive M.O. On May 14, 1983, a car was seen by two California Highway Patrol officers driving erratically. When they stopped the driver, Randy Kraft, they found what looked like a sleeping passenger with him. While Kraft, who failed a sobriety test, was being arrested for drunk driving, the other officer attempted to wake the passenger, Terry Lee Gambrell. After noting his low body temperature, he checked the man's pulse and discovered that he was already dead with a large ligature mark around his neck and his genitals exposed. While being held for drunk driving charges, detectives were able to search the vehicle where they found blood, various tranquilizers, and 50 photos of men in sexual positions appearing to be asleep or dead. Inside the trunk was his scorecard. He was initially charged with one murder on May 16, 1983, but it was eventually changed to 16, that of Edward Moore, Kevin Bailey, Ronnie Weeb, Keith Crotwell, Mark Hall, Scoot Hughes, Ronald Young, Richard Keith, Keith Klingbale, Michael Inderbeaton, Donald Kreisel, Robert Loggins, Eric Church, Roger Duvall, Jeffrey Nelson, and Terry Lee Gambrell. His trial began on September 26, 1988, lasted 13 months, and after 11 days of deliberation, Randy Kraft was found guilty of 16 murders, one count of sodomy, and one count of emasculation. He was sentenced to death on August 11, 1989, and remains on death row asserting his innocence. Many experts believe that Kraft's victim count is more in the hundreds due to his code being difficult to decipher, and that there was no way that he could have committed these crimes on his own, and that there must be an unknown accomplice walking free. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on September 21st. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again, and have a wonderful day. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.